Hello, everybody. This is Rich Sports Talk broadcasting on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Speaker, and available for download on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for joining us here today on the show. Remember to get in touch with us at richsportstalk at gmail.com and, of course, on Twitter at richsportstalk. And, ladies and gentlemen, the biggest storyline of college basketball this season has simply been Zion Williamson. I mean, you just look at the ratings. Duke has seven of the ten highest-ranked games. Now, against North Carolina, in the very few first minutes of the game, Zion Williamson had arguably one of the craziest injuries I've ever seen, where he actually blew out his shoe, and that ended up with him getting what they are calling a knee strain. Now, the prognosis is that it will be a couple weeks for recovery. So, I'm going to have an unpopular opinion here. And if I'm Zion Williamson... I'm sitting out the entire season, even if I get healthy, because the the pros to sitting out outweigh the pros to playing. I mean, Zion Williamson has already established an incredible resume for the draft. If you talk to a lot of general managers, he's the consensus number one, or at the very least, number two pick in the upcoming draft. He's already built up that resume. He doesn't need the tournament to continue to build that resume. People have already seen him. They know what he is. And the other factor, too, which I look at is this. If you're the general manager and you have the number one pick, I do think you will pick Zion because of the he is one of those few players that physically is different than a lot of other players. But more importantly, he is a buzz player. He will get people to watch. I mean, just watch this year. He has been electric for the game of college basketball. And basically, the biggest storylines have all been about Zion. So if I'm Zion Williamson, like I said, I'm sitting out the entire season. He's done enough. And here's the issue. If he comes back to play and he's not 100%, even if he is 100%, if he gets injured again, it's not a good look for the number one overall pick, especially when it's a franchise that probably is looking for their savior. It's going to be awfully hard for a general manager. And I do think general manager could still select him, but it would be hard saying, man, span of a month, gets injured twice. You know, both it could be if they're both lower body injuries. That could diminish the value. And I'm not saying by much, but if he has a catastrophic injury, oof, that is going to be huge. And look, he has done an incredible job at Duke. He has made Duke college basketball's most, the biggest watch this entire season. And the argument saying, well, he owes Duke. No, he doesn't. He doesn't owe Duke. I mean, the way the system is set up, he had to play for a year there. If he could have gone straight out of high school, he would have to the NBA. But you have to play for a year. And saying, well, he needs to help them win a national championship. Well, he's put them in a great position. Number one in the country before the loss to North Carolina. Incredible season. We'll have great seating in the tournament. I mean, Zion has also put them in the spotlight this year. I mean, the second most expensive ticket this year has been that Duke-North Carolina game. $2,500 a ticket for a regular season college basketball game. And I know it's one of the biggest rivalries in sports, but I just want to say the only price tag that be it was the Super Bowl. And why is that? It's because of Zion. People wanted to see Zion. Why do you think Spike Lee was there? He wanted to see Zion, and he's hoping that Zion ends up with the Knicks. 
So I know I've heard a lot of different sports entities come out and say, you know, he should play through this. He should prove he's the man. He should prove he's a tough guy. What does he have left to prove? He's proven he's the number one pick. I mean, we talk about these players, but they are corporations in the NBA for basketball. We don't see many prospects like Zion Williamson, a guy that's as physically gifted as him, come along this often. And when he does, he is a special player. And look, I understand that there could be some difficulties transitioning to the next level. He's not a great outside shooter right now, but I do think he can develop. He's a very good defender, great body. You can't teach the body and physicality that he has. And more importantly, you have to understand, this is a guy who will be a huge draw for a franchise. And a lot of these franchises in the bottom, they're desperate for attention. Could you imagine, in the perfect world, Zion will go to the Knicks. Zion in New York City to the fledgling Knicks who haven't been relevant for two decades in arguably the biggest basketball mecca in this entire country. Instantly, the Knicks become one of the most important watchers in the NBA. And I'll ask you this. You've been tuning in to watch Zion this year. Even if the Knicks won 30 games next year, you would still tune in because of Zion Williamson. Because he's different. Because he's exciting. Because he plays the game a different way. I mean, we haven't seen a prospect this physically gifted and different since arguably LeBron James. Maybe you can make the case for Kevin Durant. But think about it. Those two guys... We've only seen two of them over the last 15 years. They don't come out every single year. And Williamson knows he's going to get a big shoe contract. He is incredibly popular right now. He's going to get one of the biggest shoe contracts you will ever see for a rookie player get. It will be in the hundreds of millions of dollars. That's even before he signs his NBA contract and does endorsements. I mean, we are talking about, even in the short term, a 10-year, 15-year career, but even a 10-year career, this could be a guy that could easily, if things go right, brings in over half a billion dollars. Why would you ruin that investment for a tournament that doesn't pay you? And for a tournament that, if they lose in, it might hurt his reputation a little bit if he comes back and doesn't play well. All I'm saying is, Zion Williamson, this has been a transition period for all these guys. The way it has been set up, this is a transition period. People reminisce about the old days where guys stayed in school for three or four years. Well, it was a different game back then. Now with the money and the guaranteed money in the draft, these guys would go straight to the NBA if they couldn't skip college. But you put that rule in where they have to play in college. So they said, all right, we'll be there for a year, which really is, in the grand scheme of things, they're done pretty much by April. It's not even a full year. And basically, they're going to become one-year prospects. And this is their development. It's college basketball. They don't get paid. And then they're going to go out and hopefully get drafted high and get guaranteed money in the first round. That's the way they've been conditioned. That's the way it's been for the last decade. I mean, this is the system now. Guys that stay three or four years, they're guys that need three or four years to develop, to get bigger, to get stronger, to work on an outside shot, to develop an 18-footer, to develop an inside game, to develop a defense. But if you're one of the cream of the crop guys, you're going to shine. And basketball is one of these sports where if you're really good, you stick out at a very young age, and people know 
people know, and I always say this when people, because I'm a high school basketball ref, and there's a 17-year-old kid, and they're thinking, and the parents are thinking, man, we're hoping to get recruited by D1 school. And I say, if it's a legitimate D1 school, they have would have been recruiting your kid since he was 14 or 15. And if he was really special, maybe even since 12 or 13. Because basketball is one of those sports where you can not only see the talent early, but you can see great talent early. We've seen Zion. I mean, we've heard about Zion for years now. I mean, he's one of those guys like a LeBron, like a Kevin Durant. Like, we heard about them well before in young high school. We saw the highlights of the dunks in high school. I mean, we've heard about Zion for years now, and he's lived up to the hype at Duke. I mean, there was a lot of hype around Zion coming in to this Duke team, and he has not only, I would say, met expectations, but in my opinion, he has overcome those expectations and has done a terrific job for the Duke Blue Devils. And I understand that people want him to play, and people that love the tournament, and I love the tournament, and love college basketball. They want to see the best players play. But we're seeing this more and more, and we're seeing it in college football, and I defended players sitting out bowl games a couple months ago on an episode, and you can check that out if you would like to. But I will always defend these college students, who most of these kids are from low-income families or lower-middle class, and when they see the dollar signs, they understand they have value. They understand how much they are worth. And they're not going to throw it away. They understand this is their one opportunity. I mean, in the NFL now, the first round contracts, they're not as big as they used to be, but they're all guaranteed money. So if you're a first round pick and you want to play in the bad boys mower bowl, and you say, you know what, I'm going to sit out because I don't want to get hurt and blow a chance of making a couple more million dollars in the draft. I don't mind that. For Zion Williamson, it's not only just getting the number one pick, but it's also the shoe money. It's also the endorsement. He is going to be one of the most sought-after commodities in the NBA. That's just the way the business is right now. And I hear people saying, well, he's got to play. It's sports, and that's the system has been set up the way it is in college basketball now, if you are one of the great players, this is a stepping stone for you to get to the NBA. And for Zion, he's looking at this, and I think he should make the decision, look, I need to protect myself. I had a freak injury because my shoe blew up on me. I mean, he is lucky that it's a sprain. I mean, what if he had torn his ACL on that? It would have been out for a year. That would have definitely impacted where he would have gone in the draft and could have affected his draft stock. I mean, he is lucky that this is a few-week injury. And with the way the timetable for the tournament is, this I don't think it's worth it. And he has a big enough resume already. He's put enough in this season to prove he is the number one, or at the very least, the number two pick in the upcoming NBA draft. And you have to understand... And it's tough, and life is tough because we are faced with financial decisions where you know you your heart tells you one thing, but your head tells you the other. And right now for Zion, you have to use your head and realize how much your talent is worth. And if you get a catastrophic injury in the tournament, for a tournament where you're not going to get paid for, and it could cost you millions of dollars, it doesn't make sense. Because Zion is likely going to be a star in the NBA, or at the very least, or the first few years, he will be intriguing. He's got a great brand already. He will be marketable. He will be targeted by shoe companies and endorsement companies. 
Why would you throw all that away for a tournament? And I understand that this is about glory and this defeats the purpose of sports and, you know, overcoming adversity. And I want to see athletes do that. I really do. But in college sports, with professional sports, with the NFL, with the NBA, with the amount of guaranteed money these players can get now out of college, they're thinking like businessmen. They are thinking about their long-term future. And I have to give these kids credit because when you're younger, you only think about the short term. It's harder to think about the long term. You don't think about when you're in college. You don't think about investing in retirement. You think about what can I do to get money now? And they have an opportunity to do both. And I think that they understand, look, this is a long-term investment, not only for me, but for my family. And I'm getting paid for a game. Why would I risk that for a basketball tournament? So I know a lot of people will not like this opinion, but it is my opinion Zion Williamson should just sit out the rest of the season, protect himself, and get ready for the NBA draft in the NBA season next year. He's an incredible talent. He's built up his resume this year, and I don't see the gain of playing in the tournament and possibly rearranging yourself when you've done more than enough to prove you're the number one pick, get healthy for the draft, get healthy for next season, and he will be, at least for the first few years, he will be incredibly marketable and it doesn't make sense to possibly throw all that away. That's going to do it for this episode of Rich Sports Talk. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Make sure you like and subscribe so you don't miss any of our latest episodes. Uh, but until next time, I'm Nolan Rich, and this is Rich Sports Talk.